0: Welcome to the U-Turn Podcast. This is the place to connect to who you truly are. We're bringing PhDs, experts, and leaders to help you elevate your mindset in your work life and in your love life so that you can see things differently and truly love your world. I'm Ashley Stahl. I'm a career expert, author, and TEDx speech writer and booker. And I'm excited to bring you in to this week's episode. Hi, U-Turn friends, it's Ash here, and I have a special new friend on the show today, and it's Dr. John Connolly. He first founded the Institute for Survivors of Sexual Violence, which is a nonprofit engaged in research and development of cutting-edge treatment for survivors of trauma, and his early career experiences as a child protective service worker and clinical supervisor in in a program for traumatized teens helped him shape the creation of his own modality called Rapid Resolution Therapy, RRT. So it offers really innovative training programs. I'm actually in one of them right now. And this modality is really different than a lot of what you've heard from me on the podcast. Uh, He's the author of Life-Changing Conversations with Rapid Resolution Therapy. He has another book called Grief is Not Sacred. Um, And one of the things that has struck me the most in being in one of his training programs is I think in personal development, one of the things you hear the most is if you go through something, you need to face it. And facing it looks like revisiting whatever painful event you've gone through as a way to release it, as a way to um, loosen your, your memory's hold on it. But one of the things I'm learning in John's modality is Dr. Connolly is he's really focused on not re-traumatizing you. And there's a sense that sometimes when we revisit our traumas, we almost can re-traumatize ourselves, And we have this belief system that we have to go through the pain of facing our traumas again to release them. And he has his modality, RRT, is really a different way. So I found out about this work through Andrea Crowder, a really good friend of mine in Florida. She's awesome, doing good work with RRT. And Dr. Connolly has been booked ever since Andrea discovered him and rightfully so. Um, and there's rapid resolution therapy therapists all over the world um, doing this modality within about, I, I was on his training. What struck me was at the beginning, he asked how many people have experienced rape. And um, that is something that could be quite vulnerable, right? For someone to ask. And a lot of people raise their hand, um, and he had shared that it was, and I thought it was a lot of hands that were up. I mean, I think it was like maybe 30 or 40 hands out of 200 people on the zoom. And he said, okay, it looks like there's about half that are feeling comfortable sharing this. So his experience tells him that a lot of people have experienced rape and rapid resolution therapy has been at really at the forefront of helping people heal their trauma. Um, I watched him do a session on a nine 11, um, ser- you know, I think he was a police officer, um, firefighter. Firefighter. Firefighter, exactly. So just helping him clear the trauma of that day that has had him in tears. And just in one session with Dr. Connolly, there was a big shift, massive shift. Um, So I want to ask him all about RRT, educate you on this modality, help you see if maybe you need to have a rapid resolution Uh, therapy therapist that can really help you in your next steps of life. And I'm even going to go into a session. So this is going to be an extended episode, a special episode with the intention of showing you the power of this modality and with the intention of showing you what is available through trauma healing um, and all of the different things that are available to you in the self-development world. So long-winded. Welcome, Dr. Connelly. Thank you for coming on the show.
1: What a beautiful beginning. Thank you so much, Ashley. The reason people are asking people to relive the worst experiences of their lives is not because they're looking to cause anybody to feel bad. Right. I believe that most people in the um, mental health industry are are really well-meaning people that are looking to make life better for folks. And I used to do that too. So I, I didn't, uh, I, I did my share of harm, uh, but it took me a while to figure that out. Uh, there's a theoretical difference. What I understood back then was that if somebody is experiencing a very disturbing event, the event most likely prevents them from being in touch with and expressing feelings. So if you're, being raped, you're not trying to make sure you're expressing your feelings. You're trying to make sure you're you're not about to be dead in some kind of horrific battlefield situation. People aren't interested in expressing their feelings, and so people who are treating the sex tra- trauma or other kinds of trauma or or, or wartime PTSD have had the belief the understanding that the problem is that there are feelings that are stuck inside because it wasn't a good idea to express them at the time. Mm. So that's what I was taught. And then I I wanted to be useful and and I uh, was told, well, what you need to do is give people a place where they can finally get those feelings out meaning out of them and the way to get it out is to get them to express it and the way to get them to express it would be to get that person to feel it so how can you express it if you can't feel it so it's like feel it to heal it and i was looking to get people to feel feelings that they didn't get to feel during horrible experiences I went in there, and and, and to, to learn that in one place, they said, well, you know, a good way to learn it is for you to do it. Mm-hmm. And um, so they, they were doing their best to have me r- relive disturbing, painful experiences. I mean, I haven't said this. Uh, maybe I shouldn't, but I will. Let's I, do I it. A, I was in a padded room, and... This lady wanted me to run from one side to the other, crashing into the walls and screaming in rage. I, I guess so. I guess that seems to be
2: a way an to important
1: it. thing for me to be doing in my life. I haven't been doing much of that, and I did that stuff, and then I ended up doing things that were not quite that crazy, but approaching it with other people. And now I and i just stopped doing it i i didn't like doing it who would want to make people feel miserable but i i figured i i ought to if that's the way to be useful yeah when i found that it wasn't useful in the way that i was intending it to be then i began looking for another way to think about things
0: Do you want to get your daily dose of greens, but you feel like you're kind of eating dirt? This episode is sponsored in part by our dear friends over at AG1. And what I love about their greens is that they're not only carbon neutral, but they taste really good. I started taking AG1 because I really wanted to get all the nutrients and vitamins that I could possible, but I just couldn't bring myself to drink those celery, vegetable juice smoothie situations. I wanted something that actually tasted good and was also really good for me. So their greens taste very tropical, tasty. And yes, they have travel packs that are perfect for road trips and getaways. Because if you're anything like me, you don't want to bring a big old box of powder. So you never have to miss out. I've been on Athletic Greens for the past year and I cannot seem to live without it. I actually look forward to drinking my greens with them every morning. So, with one tasty little scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. This very special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, your recovery, your focus even anti-aging. It's really all the things. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and just give your immune system this gift of convenient, daily, easy nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, AG1 is giving you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit drinkag1.com slash U-Turn. That's D-R-I-N-K-A-G-1.com slash Y-O-U-T-U-R-N, drink, A-G, and the number one, ag com slash U-Turn to take ownership over your health and pick up the daily nutritional insurance that your body needs. Now let's get in to this week's episode.
1: So one way to think is, the feeling is stuck inside, get it out. It makes me um, uh, think about how medical people might handle a cyst. There it is. It's not so good to have that thing. And so they cut it open and then they squeeze to squeeze it out. Mm -hmm. I, I, I hope that nobody's about to do that. That was not a a fun experience with a cyst and it's not a fun experience with a rape Mm -hmm. it's not a fun experience with wartime horror but it's a lot of what's being done i just have a different way of viewing it let me explain i'd like you to do this Um, uh, actually others can do it too if you're in a environment that's that's safe to do it don't do it while you're driving a big truck at least not next to anybody that i like um recall your last shower and if you're in a place where you can do it close your eyes and recall that shower as you are remembering your shower perhaps you can remember what you were hearing and then what you were feeling and then what it was like to be breathing in moist warm air And what you see in the shower, and what you're doing, what you're doing, what you're hearing, what you're feeling, what you're seeing. And then good enough, and back to here. So, Ashley, you kindly uh, did that while we were doing that. And I bet you could really remember that shower.
0: I remember the smell of my shampoo and conditioner the most, like how it smells.
1: There you go. Yeah. Are you at all confused, though, about whether you're in a shower?
0: When I was remembering it? No, not at all.
1: Yes. So your mind worked great. Mm. You're able to recall it, even vividly recall it. You could probably describe it in detail and take minutes doing it. But there's no feeling that maybe it's happening. Um, So how does that happen? I don't think any other life form can do that. I think that's unique to humans. I -hmm. think info went in through your senses. Mm. During that experience, it went in. Through what? Through sense of touch and, and, and hearing and sight. And, and, and then that information went in and got stored and you just accessed it.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But if somebody has had a, um, a traumatic experience, uh, let's say a, a friend of yours um, was raped four months ago and she just came to your house and this is the first time you see her and yep. you had heard it happened and you say, hey, sit down. I, I heard about the rape. Tell me all the details. Yeah. Wow. And she says, uh, Ashley, n- no. Why, why would you even ask that? What's wrong with you? And you say, well, why would not you want to tell me? It's kind of a big event.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And she says, I don't like talking about it.
2: Mm.
1: and uh, well well, well, why not
2: Mm.
1: and she said because i don't like how i feel when i talk about it how do you feel i feel like nervous i feel scared
2: Mm.
1: and you say to her you mean you're feeling scared yeah well yeah when you tell me to talk about that yeah so Mm. i'm scaring you Mm. and she says what and you say, am I scaring you? And she says, no, you're sure as hell annoying me, Ashley, but you're not scaring me. <laughs> you say, well, there's doesn't nobody in here but me and you. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're, we're sitting in my living room. You just said you were scared. Mm. Is it of me? No. Well, then what's scaring you? When I talk about it. Why would talking about it be scary We or feel bad? We just assume it would. If it felt bad to go through it, it would feel bad to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Why? Mm-hmm. I mean, so I think why is that in a situation that is disturbing, highly disturbing, the data about the experience will expand you have the ability to recall the shower while you're not in it. Yeah. And in some detail, that means it has to go between incoming and storage. Mm. What happened to your friend with the rape is it expanded like it's supposed to, but the expanded puffed up data piece then jammed up and didn't make it to where the info about the shower is. Mm. It got stuck to where, if it's accessed, it's on some level being felt as if it's taking place. Just to finish your conversation with your friend, finally she's willing to talk about it. And you say, Well, you know, I'm glad you're talking to me. And she said, Oh, it's, it's so disturbing, particularly. It's disturbing because that, that was my fault. Mm. And she says, not only that, I mean, now with what happened, I know no wholesome man would ever want to touch me.
2: Mm.
1: And you say, how do you think it was your fault? She says, if my mother told me once, she told me a hundred times, don't ever go there. And she also told me, don't ever dress like that Mm. that's what i did i dressed like that and went there and got my stupid self raped Mm. so absolutely my fault and you say to her "No, here that doesn't make any sense and she says what do you mean and you say you know if you went to the most dangerous bar on the planet at closing time drunk And naked, it's still not your fault if somebody is violent to you and forces you to do something. It's not your fault. This was not your fault. This was never your fault. Mm. And then you say, Have you showered since? Speaking of showers. Yeah. She says, Well, of course I shower every day. And you say, Well, then this whole thing about you're somehow polluted nobody would want to touch you that's ridiculous mm. you get clean every time you're in the shower so you have not been polluted or stained um so the rape happened the her fault didn't happen mm. but she's no longer clean never happened her fault never happened rape did happen and they've all been experienced as if they are happening when she thinks about it not as much when she's not thinking about it but the deal is ash, if she's not thinking about it it's still playing in the background not as loud it's playing kind of like if my word processor is going too slow and you say well it did you got all these other programs open well, I don't see them. No, but they're open. You close them up; everything works better. So, one of the things I like to get done when I meet with people is close these open programs, clear this stuff out of the way, grab the energy from where it's been stuck, mm. put it into things like healing, creativity, fun, sensuality, and uh, and also get the get the get the thing unclogged so that info moves more freely
0: a lot of people don't remember memories, right? like I, it's as basic as people saying, and I've had plenty of people tell me this. so if, if you're listening and you're thinking about this, it's I don't remember my childhood or I don't remember much before middle school and sometimes they'll have a story that that means it must have been rough or it must have been not worth remembering or something must have happened um do you have any thought on why people don't remember their memories?
1: I can share my personal experience in assisting people. I got very interested in this when a lovely um, uh, young lady came to me many years ago. I was just starting out. Um, I was doing some hypnotic stuff to get people to stop smoking, lose weight. She came in and she was trim. And I thought, I guess she's probably smoking. Because she sure don't look fat uh, and i said what can i do for you and she said i was um raped a week ago and i went whoa that's not smoking that's not weight loss this is new for me maybe i can figure it out and i said what what's going on with that and she said she says john i can't remember um, i can't remember who did it i can't remember yeah i don't know if the guy was tall or short I don't know whether he was fat or skinny. I don't know whether he was old or young. And, and, and that was so disturbing, actually, because, well, one, it made her feel stupid. Two, she really wanted to help the police catch the bad guy. Um, three, she couldn't look around the room and know he wasn't in it. That was the worst. Mm. She couldn't ascertain her own safety. We then went through a process. She was able to um, recall in detail what happened, but was no longer troubled by it. Hence, police began bringing me all kinds of uh, other people, to, because he was a serial rapist. He was just getting started when I met her, and he proceeded to be more and more violent to different women until they, they um, caught him. Um, and got him to confess. And and it was so, so lovely that the um, head of the task force, the detective lieutenant, when being interviewed by all these newspapers, because this was big stuff, this was Long Island, um, and this was a serial rapist, and followed in all the papers, and then he said, well, we got an awful lot of help from this uh, young guy, did some hypnosis and helped us get clues, and that's what's and that, that, was, that was just an experience with bringing something to memory. Why mind block certain things? I mean, the mechanics of it, I don't know, but I know it happens, and I know how to get it clear, and I know how to uh, pinpoint the event to take care of in order to cause desired change to take place. And I know how to deal with folks who have no earlier memories. I'm remembering a gal who um, who came in, a lovely uh, woman, wanted to be able to enjoy her sexuality, hadn't been able to, over and over and over. And when people asked her about her childhood, um, she said, well, I can tell you kind of what happened from 12 years old up.
0: Yeah, exactly
1: and the whole thing was gone before that i mean she she said i can remember being 14 and looking at pictures of when i was 8 so i remember the picture of being 8 but i don't remember anything about eight all of these memories unfolded as i was sitting there it was it, it, it was amazing the one that was key was one that was when she I don't remember how old, but I remember her using these words. She said, "I had feety pajamas," and I said, "What does that mean?" And she said, "You know, feety." And I said, "No, I don't know feety." And she said, "You know, the pajama pants where where, where, where where they have feet." And she says, "That that's when you're really a baby. You're wearing pajamas with 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 feet built up." Uh, <laughs> And and it was at that moment that this, and then she remembered who and what and what happened and how uh, incredibly disturbing it was and how her mind um blocked it. And and one of the most amazing things, oh uh, um, was she she then She just folded her hands and she looked up at the sky and she says, So it wasn't my father. Thank you, God. Mm. What happens, how it happens, the mechanics of all that stuff that's going on within the mind, I don't know exactly, but I know that things can be lost from conscious memory. And I know that that doesn't have to be a problem in terms of pinpointing them and getting people better and i know that we can even clear the effect of traumatic events without knowing what they are and even without the person i'm working with ever knowing what they were would you like my friend to um experience this and benefit from it me you
0: Yeah, I would love to. I have a few questions and then I would love to do that. I think one question, just based on what you were sharing, and I'm really excited for everybody to hear me go through rapid resolution therapy. I'm a pretty open book and I'm going to go somewhere that would be productive and honest about what I need help with. Um, One thing you were, you know, as we talk about memories is sometimes when people in personal development are facilitated, they, you know, at least I have felt a sense of not pressure, from the therapist or from myself to find a memory and sometimes um when i'm giving them the memory from my imagination i go into a state of am i making this up or did this actually happen and sometimes i wonder am i traumatizing myself by creating a memory that didn't even exist
1: well it can be significantly worse than that tell me oh. more there's a lot of literature on what's called false memory syndrome where people didn't just traumatize themselves at the hands of therapists who were eager to recover memories but put people in prison who they then were caused by the therapist to imagine had assaulted them that never had and there's all kinds of literature on that it was horrific stuff where um um, people might have had this come up in a therapy session or children were being interviewed and you can interview people in order to, co- I mean, you can cause memory. I could cause you to remember something that didn't happen. Right. I could recall cause you to remember the thing that didn't happen. You've had that happen and then wondered if you imagined it. I bet I could do it well enough so that you wouldn't wonder if you imagined it. We could install a memory.
0: Yeah, exactly. And
1: and that memory can cause um, hardship, and that memory can even be mobilized into a weapon to attack somebody who has done nothing. When they have now um, uh, found out about DNA, and there are these uh, projects out there looking to get people out of prison who were falsely imprisoned, and a whole lot of those folks who were falsely imprisoned were falsely imprisoned because of eyewitness testimony based on memory.
0: Right, exactly.
1: But DNA trumps memory.
2: Right, facts.
1: And now with that, law is recognizing, wow, just because she remembered that he did it doesn't mean he did it. Right. Um, memory is subjective and fallible.
2: Mm-hmm. And,
1: and, and that's just anyway. So you start working with somebody who calls himself a, a healer. Mm -hmm. Uh, or a therapist, or uh, some kind of trauma coach, or whatever they're up to, um, you, you, you can cause, that person can cause all kinds of memories to be installed. I worked not long ago with somebody who was terribly, terribly traumatized for years and years and years by because of a memory of a um, a sexual um, uh, abuse involving parents that, um, I mean, just had terrible effects in every way you could imagine. Um, Well, guess what? That stuff happened not with parents earlier in life, but with a therapist later in life. In other words, the healer caused the trauma. There's something called iatrogenic illness, which means physician-caused illness, and a huge amount of illness is physician-caused. That's why they, they have so many required courses for pe- medical people on avoiding medical errors. I, in the position I'm in, have certainly encountered lots of iatrogenic or psychotherapist mental health professional, and now we would expand that to people who call themselves healers, metaphysical healers, coaches, and what have you, and probably well-intended, but you mess around in somebody's mind without um, significant training, and you can do some harm. And by the way, it's very unlikely that somebody with a license in mental health profession has had any training in how to be useful.
0: Mm, this is what I, I, what comes up for me is that I actually, um, I had a. I'm going to bring up with you when we do our session here for everybody to listen something that I've been going through. And I saw this woman, and she was so sweet. She had such good energy. And she was asking me for memories from age two. Like, um, I remember, and this doesn't, I don't feel a sense of traumatization from this at this point in my life and or think about it, but my mom said that there was a housekeeper we had that was looking at me in a weird kind of sexual way. And she terminated her employment because she just felt really uncomfortable with how the woman. And she, I think she walked in a, in a room. And my mom never gave me the details, but I get the sense that there was something perverse in my mom's perception going on. And um I think this trauma healer was taking me back in time and asking me about memories and what's the earliest I remember. And the earliest memory I have factually is sitting on my staircase at age five, not being able to go to SeaWorld because I have the chicken pox um, and being really excited to go to SeaWorld. But she was kind of trying to push for me to go further back in time. And I've done this, too, as somebody that tries to help people. So I want to be mindful of this. And it was like my truth was like, I really don't remember anything from age two, like nothing. Um, And, uh, you know, I ended up going back into my room where I worked with that housekeeper And she was trying to point me into like what happened with the housekeeper. And it was like, I don't remember. So from there, it felt like anything I was pulling out of me was made up. And I really was like, am I leaving this session with anything like real that I need to move around? Um, Or am I causing more memories based on these? It's not
1: you that was causing it.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, so that's one, that's just one point I want to make for everyone. It it
1: reminds me of um, a, person as i was earlier in my career i'm looking for you know how do i build the following and get things done and there was this gal in the same office building down the hall and she had this huge following and people were coming in groups on and off on on and off and tons of them mm-hmm. and and um, I I said to her, gosh, you 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 must be incredibly skilled. You have such a wonderful following. And she said, Well, thank you. And I said, Is there something you specialize in? And she said, Oh, absolutely. All these people that I see have, uh, have been have experienced ritualized satanic abuse as children. Wow. I said, Well, how big a practice do you have? Uh, well, she had a big practice. I was a bit jealous, I'm ashamed to say. Uh, and I thought, whoa, how do you build a huge practice? And everybody has had that. That's your whole thing. Everybody has had that. Ha, ha. I mean, I saw this, you know, ad on a billboard mm-hmm. um, satanic abuse when you were a child, call 800. Uh, Kill the devil, or, or or something. I mean, how is it happening? And the way it was happening, Ash wasn't that all people who had this experience found their way to her. I began taking a closer look at it. What was happening is people who had experiences of turmoil, restlessness, lack of satisfaction, interference with sensuality, don't eat enough food, eat too much food, get depressed, have headaches, have um, premenstrual syndrome, have difficulty with relationships, pick lovers that don't stay with them,
2: Mm.
1: all that weird stuff we never heard of. Well, she would find ways to meet with somebody who had that and say, you know, I'm really sensing that all of this has to do with something that happened much earlier that you haven't consciously remembered, but in order to get over it, you will need to remember it, and I'll help you remember it. I have a sense it had something to do with an altar. Oh, I'm seeing that there was a cross, but it was upside down. There was a guy with, she was incredibly skilled in installing false memories of early childhood satanic abuse i mean it just couldn't have logically been why don't they come to me too right how come how come all those people yeah (laughs) i love with her Mm,
0: okay so this is so huge and it probably is going to create some confusion because there's probably some people listening that are like i'm getting extraordinary value out of looking at my memories so how can someone kind of tune into themselves in this process a little bit more
1: one of the things i've learned is that on the way to feeling good we get people to feel good
2: (laughs) okay
1: so that's one thing um so if you are in a process that's making you feel bad, and somebody says, well, of course you have to feel bad. That's the way to feel good. I would not so much trust that one.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, two, if something doesn't make... It, for the people listening to this, because anybody listening to you is certainly... Blessed with being more intelligent than most folks, just because you know this isn't so it's simple and easy to listen to. yeah um, if, if if you're relatively bright, I would say when you are um, uh, looking into a healing modality, make sure it makes sense to you mm. even with very complex medical things somebody says this is the surgery you need people are going to say yeah why is that and how will it help and maybe the guy you know you know works in a factory or 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 or, or is a bus driver but he's listening to a guy who's about to do surgery and that guy's going to explain it
2: mm-hmm.
1: you have a thing here We're going to do this to that, move that to there, and get that over there. That's the object of this game. Mm. People will engage in all kinds of healing modalities for their minds without thinking it's supposed to make any sense to them.
0: Well, this is what brings me to another question before our session together, which is about shutting off trauma. So, I have a girlfriend. I love this girl. She's one of my favorite people in LA, and she's not as spiritually open as some of my other friends, but it's kind of part of her charm in the best way. Um, But sometimes she shares things with me where I'm like, that's a really fucking crazy situation you just shared with me. How are you not talking about it? So, for example, she went um, in Santa Monica. To a bar called Gaslight. I think ironically, like not the best bar choice. I'm saying that out loud. Um, she can handle at least three, four, or five drinks, and she can handle her liquor. Um, after her first drink, everything went black. Like she doesn't remember anything. So she was definitely drugged. And she has a small flash in her memory of being in somebody's trunk. And then she was back at the bar at like. Four in the morning, so all she remembers is her first drink and a little brief moment of a trunk, and then four in the morning. And whenever and so she she mentioned this to me casually when we were having a morning cup of coffee, and I was just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe that happened to you. Are you gonna tell the police? Are you gonna see a therapist? Like, what are we gonna do to help you with this?" And she just hasn't talked about it. So I understand there's a fine line right between healing. And not going all the way back into the event and then not avoiding the event so much that you never even let your brain be with it. So what would be your feedback there for people who maybe they're listening and they're thinking to themselves, well, well, shit, something really serious happened to me and I've never thought about it. And so how do I even, what do I do with it if I haven't been working with it at
1: all? Okay. The experience that happened doesn't exist. Hmm. What exists is the data that recorded the impression of it. The problem is that the data and some meaning that got mixed in with it, too, has been perhaps being read as if it's taking place. If it's being read as if it's taking place by the mind, then the mind... Attempts to cause the individual to do something to get it to stop. You can't cause something to stop if it isn't going on. Right. Mind's continued efforts to get your attention to make you stop something from happening that isn't even happening can cause all kinds of very painful turmoil mind is not actually interested in you experiencing any turmoil. Mm. It's just ineffectively attempting to get you to do something that doesn't need to be done about something that doesn't even exist. Mm. And it is that dysfunction that's causing that pain. To clear that dysfunction has nothing to do with encouraging you to feel a repressed feeling and express it. Mm. What you want is an expert who knows how to cause the data about this event to process through, like the data about your shower, Mm -hmm. so that although it's recalled, it's not what well, might be recalled if it has some use at some point, but it's no longer being read on any level as needing anything done about it because it's no longer being read as happening. Mm. That's a process that requires some understanding and skill. I don't have the time to work with the Tens of thousands of people that I think would benefit from that. Hence, a large part of my time is spent training people from the mental health industry, but also from uh, also others who would like to be able to understand this and at a higher level cause it to take place for others. So. I would say, if people are looking for that kind of assistance, um, um, it might be good to start um, by checking what we're doing out. That's at rapidresolutiontherapy.com, and we have a a page of people that are highly trained in this method, other people that are just beginning in it. um. Get somebody who knows what they're doing. Yes. And one more thing. How often have you heard personally or from your friends, somebody in the mental health industry or the coaching industry or the metaphysical industry or the hypnosis industry or any personal change industry, how often do you hear people say, gosh, I'm sorry, Ashley, I didn't have the skill to help you. Mm. Do you hear that much? Because I haven't found anybody that ever heard it at all.
0: Yeah. Wow. Quite a point you're making. Let me
1: add the, 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 the education industry to that. So Mm. I would say, well, What the education industry and the mental health industry and and often the coaching industry and metaphysical industry and spiritual industry all have in common is they ruthlessly blame those that they were too inept to help. Mm. So it's not, gosh, I couldn't help you. I guess I didn't have the skill. Let me help you find somebody more skillful. Mm. Rather, it's well actually you weren't motivated wow you weren't ready to change you were resistant
0: well it's hard too because people don't mean to be gaslighting people or installing shitty memories into people it's just that they really do have a belief that they're helping based on their training
1: well that's it's a different thing what i'm saying is they don't take responsibility for getting people better, and they don't admit it as their own fault when they don't. How many teachers say, "Gosh, ma'am, I'm sorry, your kid got an F it's because I didn't cause him to learn it mm. And that's the same mental health industry, even the coaching industry.
2: yeah you,
1: you, somebody's looking to be a Uh, A business coach, I hire the business coach, and I find I haven't made more money. Will that business coach say, gosh, sorry, John, I guess I wasn't very good at getting you to get more money. Yeah. Will they? No.
0: Mm.
1: Oh, well, yeah, you were resistant. You weren't ready to change. You were inhabited by some freaking demon. It's not my fault. Mm. Well, I'll tell you this, Ash. I'll be useful to you or I won't. And if I'm not, it's my fault.
0: That's really, really, really different. And how can you be so absolute, though, Dr. Connolly? Because the truth of the matter is, if I don't want to pay attention, I'm not going to get the value. So this is a breakthrough that I've been having lately, and then I would love to get into this.
1: If I'm looking for you to pay attention, then i better be interested.
0: Okay, that's interesting. And... I feel like I've got a lot of gifts in my business, right? Like I'm really good at helping people with personal branding. Um, I have a new offer that I have a team of people that know how to book TED Talks. They have a 97% success rate. I'm really good at writing TED Talks. So I have a new offer to write and book people's TED Talks. Um, I do coaching, right? Like I help people figure out their next career move, all these different things. But I have found over the years that in the hundreds of people I've helped one-on-one, every now and again comes someone who has a belief that if they pay me, the whole problem is solved, versus they have to do the homework, right? So I'll give Well, no, you homework. have
1: to cause them to be interested in that.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, ultimately... I don't know. I don't it's know.
1: It's not. I mean, the whole notion. Some people are motivated. Some people aren't. You know what? They've done thousands of autopsies. How much motivation have they found? Mm. When we think of somebody being motivated, what we mean is there is their mind is showing them something that is uh, it can happen, can be done, would be good to have done, and they find it appealing and interesting.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: If it's appealing, if it's interesting, if you can do it, if as you do it, you feel pleasure, how resistant are you going to be? So if you tell somebody they need to do something that isn't interesting to them, why would they do it? So what people will do is say, well, that person didn't come to me motivated.
0: Well, but if you, I mean, if you look at life, don't don't certain things kind of come with a cost of admission? Like in order to get where you want to go, sometimes you have to do things you don't want to do that you're not interested in doing. Then
1: somebody better cause, but if I'm in the business of causing transformation, it's my job to cause it to be interesting. Mm. So if you meet with me, Ash, and you find that your mind is wandering and you're thinking about something else and wondering when you can stop and get something to eat, I'm not, this isn't a very good movie you're watching.
2: Mm.
0: Interesting.
1: Okay. So I would rather have the power, and I can't have the power without taking the responsibility. Mm. And I would say that the educational industry, mental health industry, coaching industry, metaphysical industry frequently wants to willingly gives up the power in order to avoid the blame mm. i would rather have the power go ahead and blame me
2: mm.
0: okay this has been really really interesting <laughs> um and and for everyone listening as we go into session Let's say is do you think it's possible that the way we do a session with me we can help people kind of do a little mini session on themselves or would you say it's too complicated to fully do that?
1: I don't I, I wouldn't promise that.
0: Okay. okay. We can't promise it, but you know maybe somebody will get some inspiration.
1: Maybe somebody will get some inspiration, but I think that but I think that people are better off. So I do a group, it's an open group, it's free. I do it every um, week. I'm doing it today at 3 p.m. Eastern. If anybody wants to jump in, well, you won't, but this isn't live, so that won't happen. <laughs> but there's groups that I'm doing called Solutions. They're free. And, and people can um, jump in and watch stuff happening what people tend to do even really intelligent people is listen to somebody else and try to understand how they might be similar mm-hmm. or they listen to a point of view to try to see how it might be similar to a point of view they already hold
2: mm-hmm.
1: i would suggest that when you are listening to somebody else that you actually pay attention to and learn about them try to rather than try to figure out what it means about you you are an amazing interviewer and conversationalist and all of that i am having like so much fun
0: i'm having fun listening to you you're so different and like thank you for saying that it always means so much to me and i've had to really work the
1: authentic way to say that is you're such a freaking weirdo
0: i am a weirdo i no. A ten- that's
1: what i'm expecting you to say to me and say no. you're so different You're not. You're weirder than fuck is what I mean by different. No, I mean,
0: I would tell you, the the thing is about my personality, people always tell me, like, I'm pretty candid. So if the other day a friend just asked me, do I look like I gained weight? And I was like, you do, but not a lot of weight. You know, so I'm always pretty honest with.
1: Well, I'm I'm not going to ask you that question.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to ask you it either because I have put on a little bit of happy Florida. I was
1: going to say that. Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> i think you're gorgeous here Thank we go you. ready to rock okay. and roll i'm
0: ready to rock and roll
1: so what should i understand about how recently you've experienced some kind of turmoil or what we could call stuckness mm-hmm. what should i know just about this in story. order that i can be of value
0: Yeah, I guess the short version of it for everyone listening to is that um, in 2016, I created a program for how to land a job, an online course. I went into debt tens of thousands of dollars to create this program. I really believed in it. I was really excited about it. And I faced a lot of failure and getting success with it. Like there was a lot of Money lost a lot of people who let me down. Well, actually,
1: what I said is, what are you experiencing recently? Yeah. And you're telling me about 2016. Are you recently experiencing thinking about that?
0: I'm recently thinking about that because I I took a whole season after I had a lot of success and a lot of failure I took a season in my business of just kind of a slow and low simmer. And what that looked like was me focusing just on this podcast because I love it. And thankfully, it does pay the businesses overhead. Um, Using, you know, doing my private practice, which I also enjoy, but not really playing what I would call big in my career. Like I have a lot of creativity uh, a lot of ideas and i wasn't really ready to put myself out there because i felt so traumatized by so is asking- this
1: current then this yes. not playing big
0: i just started trying to put something a new offer out there i have a new course coming out there's a lot of newness coming out and it's kind of from the same energy field that i was in back in 2016 of like wanting to i'm create-
1: still not clear where are you
2: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: recently feeling either stuck Mm -hmm. meaning i i i know it would be good to do that and yet i haven't been Mm -hmm. i don't i'm stuck or where are you recently feeling some kind of emotional turmoil
0: i feel emotional turmoil um when i think about the new offers that i have coming out i don't job
1: beautiful perfect Got I don't it. feel
0: optimistic, even though. Got it,
1: got it, got it. Good. Yeah. So um, we got to it. Yay. And, um, <laughs> I, I, um, I, I I'd, I'd, I'd like you to, I'd like you to do this for two or three seconds on purpose, cause the feeling you describe as turmoil. Nod your head when you feel it. Yeah. Good. Ooh. And we're done with that. Yeah. Now, let's, I'm going to give you ways of thinking. I'm not going to tell you what's true. I don't know what's true.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I can tell you, this is how I think. Please think this way with me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Let's think that the... Feeling you just experienced was generated within your mind, mm-hmm. yes? Mm-hmm. Let's think that it wasn't although you consciously responded to my request, you couldn't consciously do that. You had to involve facets of mind that weren't conscious to cause it. Can we think that?
0: as me meaning like looking into the past, like
1: no, just having the feeling. You yeah. can't consciously just decide to have a feeling. feel rage toward me right now,
0: yeah, it's more like
1: you can't, yeah, so, but you could do that because what happened there is you caused your mind at outside of conscious awareness to interact with certain data, and the interaction caused the feeling, mm. Mm -hmm. So that, your mind is obviously hardwired, fine. Your software is a hell of a lot better than what either you or I call normal. That particular blip results from a piece of data, info, hitting the thing that processes the data.
0: Yeah, like you would say the data right now is I'm launching something new and it's hitting up an old piece of information. Maybe,
1: maybe, I don't know. But I know you were successful in doing exactly what I asked. Can we think it's because of something that went on within unconscious processing that you then felt consciously? Can we think that you can hear the news on the radio? Can we think that you can hear music on the radio? Can we think that you can't hear airwaves? But the airwaves, you can hear the result of right. as you listen to the news. Can we think that you just noticed a feeling and you could feel it emotionally and physically? It was like emotion, physical thought, a sensation thought all at once blended up. It was that thing. You experience that in mind and body. Because you're cooperative, I ask you to cause it, you caused it, but you caused it by causing your unconscious to interact with some data.
2: Mm.
0: Can
1: we think that?
0: Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: Then, since we're thinking that, I'd like you to create a way to visually represent that thing that caused that, not the feeling, but the thing unconscious that caused it, I'd like you to represent it with some kind of a design, abstract design. It doesn't look like anything. Just let me know. Does it, um, ha- is it grayscale or, or, or might it have a color?
0: I'm seeing it looking like a tangled.
1: Good. We're done with that. Now, um, I'm well, trying to get it all done here. Mm-hmm. So I feel like the pressure, <laughs> that's my job. No pressure. You know?
2: We are I here. can't
1: end this and say, "Hey, it was your fault, Ash." Not after that whole deal ended up with. So, uh, you know, you can be on vacation right here. I'm sure not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> here, here we go. Um, so, what you just described is what I would call normal. Some. Info from an experience you had previously mixed in with information from something you're considering currently, yes, causing a response that hasn't served you, correct, or isn't serving you.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, I remember we don't
1: think it's serving you, Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I get that we've got the feeling, we've got the design. Can we think together? We've got that. Okay, here it's already happening. I'm seeing already what I'm intending for you. Mm. So I've heard you. I was actually listening hard while you were telling me all that stuff, even though I've seemed like I was interrupting and being controlling. I
0: Um, I don't mind a good interruption and we'll continue. But I heard you. Yeah.
1: I get it and I'm seeing what's intended. I'm seeing you where your mind is clear. Yeah, I see you where your mind is showing you opportunities. You're grasping opportunities. You are um, seeing solutions. There's creativity and wisdom and intelligence and passion and sparks. And it's like, moving you that way that's what i'm that's what i'm seeing for you and i see it damn i see it more and more clearly i see it in more and more detail i see it more dimensionally i don't even need you to see it with me but you see that i see it
0: yeah i've had some moments and, of that feeling recently and
1: just check in yeah would it be alright
0: there's a part of me that feels like no, it's, it's not okay.
1: Okay, so let me, let's do this. Let me define it again. I'm seeing you where your senses and your intelligence is all responding to clear and accurate information that moves you forward in the best possible way.
0: I mean that would be great.
1: Would that be okay?
0: Of course.
1: Check again. And Any when you say
0: check, you mean feel into my body? Like yeah, yeah. Just,
1: body. Will that just is answer that the question
0: okay for me to be? Would
1: that be all right?
0: Yeah, of course. I would love for my okay to be clear.
1: So we already just cleared something that was conflictual. Got it? Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't right a minute ago.
0: Mm. Well, I guess the the thought is like it's not okay for me to to do well because it went bad last time. So I loop back into the old thought.
1: The question is, is it okay? It's not about whether it's okay to do well. Is it okay to be responding from a place of clarity, intellect, wisdom, creativity, and to be seeing and guided by updated and clear. Mm. senses mind emotions yes so now we got a perfectly yes it's okay yeah yeah okay so up until this moment that couldn't have happened
0: Mm. so
1: my response
0: as i'm listening to you is like how is their heart like it seems almost very heady the way that you're facilitating me. It's like in my mind, I'm tuning into things. We'll do it
1: later. Okay. Um, so now, yeah. uh,
0: <laughs> I'm glad you're keeping me on track because believe me, I got questions for days, Doctor Connolly. I
1: I I I I don't tend to be hanging out. with I mean, you are really bright Thank you. Uh, and really spirited, and I'm really tough. <laughs> uh, uh, and, I, I, and since it's my job to get you better i'm damn well going to be telling you what to do here i
0: love it i'm here
1: so get it that now that intention is clear we have the same intention purpose and vision yeah our energy is coming together Mm-hmm. You know, and you would tell your listeners that when energy comes together, it expands. Expanding energy is fuel. Fuel is power. We have power fueling a shift. That shift is already underway.
0: I love that. Love that for me.
1: So what, if we could, mind loves symbols, it responds to symbols. What would be the color representing the energy fueling the transformation?
0: Purple, violet.
1: That's rich and vibrant and 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 there's there's a lot of like uh spiritual and magical that goes with that. Purple.
0: That's yeah. why I picked that color because I'm transformation violet. Yes. tone.
1: Yeah. And it's like and purple goes into violet.
0: Yeah. It's
1: like purple and then yes. violet. Yeah, it's the like highest a level. Yay.
0: Yeah. Moving into violence.
1: Well, what fragrance?
0: Ooh, clear me. Mm, I'm I'm hearing jasmine, like jasmine on a summer day. It's like that great... What
1: wild or mythical life form will inspire us?
0: I mean, a unicorn feels like too low of hanging fruit. I want to...
1: not the one I'm seeing. You're but, seeing
0: a unicorn too?
1: Well, when you said unicorn for you, I see him on his hind legs like this and there's fire coming out of his mouth and there's a lot of power, but I wouldn't want to piss him off.
0: Well, I see a lot of sparkles coming off of the unicorn, but I also see a flying pig and it makes me laugh. Like it's That's like it. The pig's fly. It's, it's the
1: see. pig. It's the pig. Yeah,
0: but it's coming from kind of a shitty place because I'm like, oh, pigs are flying. Look at me in this clear energy.
1: It's the pig. Um,
0: but pigs can fly sometimes. I'm sure there's a type we don't know about that.
1: You see know. it flying? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's, it's, that's beautiful for you because that's all about power and it's all about fun. Yeah. And there's, you know, you're really bright and you get a lot done, but I'm thinking you slept through the class on arrogance because I don't catch that from you. All I catch is fun, bright, lifting. And I'm seeing that flying pig and I'm going, yes, that's all about fun, power, and there's nothing arrogant about it.
0: Yeah, like the the unicorn feels too like arrogant. Like I don't know. I just feel like pigs yeah. Are fun. Well, we
1: got the pig. We got it. It's done. And the pig. So. <laughs> 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 Good Lord, there we go. Okay. Um, and um, so, um, do you get that right now and today? At this moment, and even an hour ago, you and I are connecting with the intention of well-being and getting things done that are going to make a difference for others and make the whole world better. Yeah. Can you sense that that's full on with both of us?
0: Yeah, like a jasmine-smelling pig and a violet sky. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. And that's what's going on. Yeah. Everything in your life was on its way to right now.
0: Mm. I love that. Wouldn't
1: you say? Everything say. was on its way to you and I fully connecting with the same mission. We're in a canoe, young lady. You're <laughs> in the front, I'm behind you. And you know what's the best part of it for me? That we've agreed on the destination. Yeah. Because if not, I'm going to get more than wet. I'm probably going to get smashed with that freaking paddle. <laughs> so we're going to the same place. And we don't have to figure out, why don't you do four times on the left and then three on the right? I'm going to do two on the right and three on the left. Uh-uh. It's just going to happen. Okay, It's just going to happen. It's going to happen with spontaneity and fun. And we're getting there. You're going to get there a couple of seconds before me because you're in the front of the canoe, Mm. but I'm with you. I'm right behind you. We're going together. We're on the same team. Hang with that. We're on the same team. Mm. This is cool. I got your back. If somebody snuck in behind me and pulled a knife, would you let me know? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, I would. Yeah. You got my back, I got your back. We're in it together. That's what's going on. Got it?
2: Mhm.
1: So, um the what has happened is that um mind every facet of your mind has been and always is on your side doesn't mean it always has done a good job. Yeah. So mind has been applying data from a prior experience to a current experience, and that's incorrect.
2: Mm. You
1: know, if I say, you know, I I could do better with you, but you know, I, I had a connection with a really pretty gal, like you, who had a similar voice tone. And so when you talk, I get real defensive. Mm. You'd say, well, that ain't working out in our best interest. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: I might have a similar voice tone, but I'm not the fuck her.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right? So let me make my own mistakes. I'm happy to screw you up myself.
2: (laughs) Um,
1: I don't need to ride on her coattail here yeah so uh here we are we're moving forward together and pigs are flying
2: mm-hmm. but it's
1: working out and that's lovely with me
2: mm-hmm. and
1: and and so we don't need me troubled about this real pretty girl that dumped my ass humiliated me did all this shit <laughs> about me just because she was you know Real pretty like you are, and pretty girls probably blah You do that to me? No. Fuck that. that was her. This <laughs> yeah. is you. Yeah. Okay, you get to you get to ruin me your own self.
0: Well, hopefully yeah. I don't, but I'm well, open. Well,
1: hopefully it. not, but whatever <laughs> I'm open. It's my own fault. There we go. <laughs> uh, so let's get that thing taken care of. Do this. Um Well, first, quick story. You're with this guy, and he takes this thing out of his pocket. He looks at it. He just looks bewildered. He sticks it back in his pocket. An hour later, he does the same thing. Then he does the same thing. Then he does the same thing. And finally, you say, dude, I just got to know what is that thing that's in your pocket? He says, oh, here, and he shows you, and it's a photograph. It's a rhinoceros charging. He says, it's a rhinoceros. And you say, well, yeah, good pick, but why do you, why do you, why do you look at it so much? Yeah. They say, oh, you have no idea how much I look at it. I set the alarm for 3.40 in the morning this morning. That's why I'm a little sleepy. I woke up in order to look at it.
0: I'd say, does it have a jasmine scent and a purple sky behind it?
1: No, the reason he tells you he's looking at it is because he can't figure out how it manages to keep charging. He says, the damn thing doesn't eat, it doesn't sleep, it doesn't even stop to pee. Mm. And that's when you say to him, take a breath, my friend, and listen closely. That's not a rhinoceros! He says, you're out of your mind, girl, I've shown this to 10 people, everybody looked at it and said, ah, it's a rhinoceros. Mm. You say... It isn't, I've seen rhinoceros, I can tell you for sure they don't fit in your pocket.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, what is it? It's info about how a particular rhinoceros looked at a particular angle with particular lighting through a particular lens at a particular moment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It's frozen info.
2: Mm-hmm. But it's not
1: even accurate.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So it's not a rhino. No, it's not a rhinoceros. Oh, okay. So what happens is when something is disturbing, I mean, when he's being mugged, there's a knife to his throat. Is he thinking, well, when I get done, what will I have for dinner? Mm. No. So it freezes there. When something is going on, it freezes there. If somebody's getting uh, beaten up, she's not thinking about, yeah, but what am I going to do tomorrow? Mm. So it's frozen. So this thing that happened that you started to describe doesn't exist. There's nowhere it is. You can't show me it.
0: Show you like that moment in time that I believe those things.
1: You can't show me the events.
0: No, I can't. I can only pull them. Because
1: they don't exist. Yeah. You can access data. Yes. You can't access that event.
0: I can't, like, grab my little crystal witch ball and say, woo Right, because it doesn't
1: exist. Correct. Crystal witch ball only gives data. Yes. Okay. So the feeling Mm -hmm. that you had, I'm going to ask you to do this. I'm going to ask you to bring it up. Go ahead and feel it. That's it. And then let's think of it. Close your eyes. Think of it as a teacher, think of it as a guide, I'm right here with you, stay connected to me, but just be interested in where this thing is gonna take you, be interested in where it takes you, let it have space to take you somewhere, and it'll take you to a particular memory, a particular moment, as soon as you've got it, open your eyes. Good job, and what was that moment?
0: It was um, when all of the success was happening, I had a lawyer that wasn't necessarily like the right type of lawyer to be helping. What was the moment? She wanted a piece of my business in exchange.
1: Good job. So now look at the picture of a little bit younger, beautiful you. Mm -hmm. At that moment. And you'll notice that's a picture. Mm -hmm. Get back to me. Open your eyes. So that's a picture of something that doesn't exist.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Not that it didn't. But it certainly doesn't. Okay. But at that moment, that got stuck. Like that photograph. Yeah. Not thinking about what to have for dinner while you're getting mugged. Yeah. Okay. So here's what you do. You ready?
2: Yeah.
1: I'm ready to do it. Let's go. Here we go. So um, close your eyes. Feel connected to me. We're having fun. Pigs are flying. We're having fun. And, um, I told you about this gal looked like you that broke my heart, and it's your fault. No, we're <laughs> having fun. uh pigs are flying uh here we go, and you look at that picture. But as you look at the picture, look at that picture. it's a photograph, it's frozen. Now, go back to what's going on here. a picture of right. my
0: young self or the picture of the lawyer offering to- no
1: picture- it's a picture of you, really,
0: uh-huh. uh-huh.
1: It's you and you're noticing her. Mm -hmm. Got it? Mm -hmm. And it's the you that's frozen there. And the situation that's frozen. Her face might be frozen there too. See, the whole thing is a photograph. Mm -hmm. If she's in it, fine, it's a photograph. Now get with just be here with our project. And it's like a canoe ride. And you're going to get there first. It's not fair, because it was my idea to go there, but you're in the front of the canoe. Uh, At least I'm going where you want to go, so you're going to be nice to me. We're paddling. We're getting there. We're getting this thing done for you. You can feel that. You can feel the spark of this happening. Look at that photograph, Then look at this. Look at that photograph. Be here with me now. Look at that. Be here. Good. Look at that. Don't peek. Your eyes are closed. Look at that. And you'll see that that picture of you takes a breath. Because there's a future. This is happening. Inspiration, wisdom, fun, creativity. There's a future. You're alive. This is happening. Future's guaranteed. She's going to have a future. Therefore, Watch that picture take a breath. Watch that gal take a breath. Watch Ashley take a breath there. Not for me when you see it. There it is. So now it's breathing. So it's not stuck. Mm-hmm. It's like your pause button was on in a movie. It was stuck. The pause is off. And so that is finished. Mm. Ashley, it's finished. It's completed. Here you are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Close your eyes and don't peek again.
2: Uh
1: Yeah, it's defeated because here you are. Finished, done, clear, and you just released energy. And the energy begins to bounce around you like a beautiful colored sparkle. You tell me the color. Green. Yes, it's a beautiful green bouncy sparkle. There it goes around and around It's unruly. Mm -hmm. like your friend, Andrea, it's unruly. My head
2: is like moving. It's it's going
1: there. It's all around you. And then um, you can welcome it. So it moves up to your forehead and it moves in. It's moving right in to where that green sparkles through your brain, into your nervous system, all through your body to the tips of your toes, tips of your fingers, top of your head, because it doesn't take something very long to go through your entire nervous system from here to there, up and down, left and right, back and forward, filling you with energy, sparkle, and clarity that you're here. Open your eyes. Mm. Tell me what you're noticing at the moment.
0: Um, Well, it was like a sage green colored light. And I felt just like a sense of clearing and peace. And right now? Just very calm.
1: um, Remember the design that was of the thing that was problematic?
2: Mm -hmm.
1: What do you notice when you look at it now?
0: It's just I feel a little more calm right now when I look at it.
1: What does the design look like now?
0: The design, meaning the memory, the data?
1: No, sweetie. Prior to that, remember I told you to cause the feeling? Yeah. And you did. And then I asked you to get a design representing what was causing the feeling that was out of awareness. What did the design look like? Remember what it looked like?
0: like? A pig flying you're talking about? No, honey.
1: Way earlier, when... You were just right after you had the feeling. Yeah, I told you to cause the feeling, mm-hmm. and you did.
2: Oh, it was like a like. And then
1: I said, mm-hmm. "Create a design representing the data interaction that just caused that feeling." Look at that now.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What does it look like? What do you notice now as you see that design?
0: It was like a tangled knot of hair, and now I see the sage sparkles just kind of like...
1: Bingo. Hello. Yay. You would explain to a child that a thermometer is an instrument, gives a reading on the environment. Little boy says, well, when I woke up, it said it was 8 degrees, and then at 2 p.m. it said it was 48 degrees. Should I hope it got warmer?
2: Mm.
1: And you go, kid, you don't have to hope. Mm. it's warmer. (laughs) It's a different reading on the thermometer. It's warmer. Try to get that feeling that you got before.
0: The bad feeling. Yeah. It's harder to feel it now. Well, can you? Yeah, I can if I try.
1: Okay. Try, get it. You'll notice it's not as available and it's not the same.
0: No, it's not. It's a little different.
1: Okay, here we go. Close your eyes. Feel the feeling. The feeling is a teacher. Lean into it. I'm right here. Stay connected to me. It's just a feeling. Come on, feelings come and go. It's like a breeze. Go ahead, feel it. Let's see where it takes you. There'll be a moment, a memory that comes to mind. Not when you got it. Yeah, I have it. Good. Open your eyes.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: what did you recall?
0: Um, a, an email from a mentor telling. Good me-
1: job. Got it. Uh
0: huh.
1: Okay, and now, um, when that younger you got that email from that mentor, what was she feeling? Caught. Exactly. Caught. Um. And now, get with me. Mm-hmm. Rock and roll with me. Come on.
0: I'm rocking and rolling.
1: We got this thing, don't you think? hmm I mean, I want to hear that this is the best fucking podcast you ever did.
0: I'm ready for that. I'm available for the best fucking podcast I ever <laughs> did.
1: <laughs> if that's what's going on. I mean, I'm all about that. If not, I'll screwed it up, and I don't plan to screw it up. This is like the best one. This is the best one. This is all kinds of stuff. This is all juicy personal stuff. I said personal stuff. You're saying personal stuff. We are grasping the power of transparency. Yes. And there has got a lot of power there, don't you think?
0: I love transparency. It's my And
1: I love transparency. So we're like all together. We're just hanging out for the first time. We're both pretty much naked. I'm having a good day. (laughs) And that's what's going on. So close your eyes. Look at that picture of that younger you reading that email thing. And notice it's a picture. It's a photo. It's like a charging rhinoceros. No, that's not a rhinoceros. It's a photo. That's a photo. See the photo? Mm -hmm. Stuck? But hang out here, too. Get back to me. Get back to the fun we're having. Get that's right, get back to that, then look at that, then come back to here, then look at that. And that younger youth who feels stuck ain't stuck, obviously, or we couldn't be here. Right. And so watch that take a breath. And you are no longer trapped, and you are no longer stuck, and you are no longer there, and watch the sparkle
0: a different color does that
1: matter yeah it sure is
0: it's a light pink
1: yeah oh that's a girly color and it's just that's a well you're a little girl you can have a girly color it's dancing around you it's got feminine energy and power and softness and love and sweetness that shows up because you're safe that shows up when you are way Like, I got this thing. That's when you get into that. There you go. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. So close your eyes and absorb that. I want to see what you look like when you have even more of that stuff in you. Good. That's it. Close your eyes so I can stare at you and you can't see me. And that pink feminine thing just goes in. There it goes. There it goes. There it goes. There it goes. And now, soft yes oh stop doing that i'm trying to deal with things here there we go that's it soft feminine sexy fun sweet cool beautiful you got it and then open your eyes yay good job Thanks. try to have the feeling again
3: i can't feel
0: it right now
1: say i can't feel it right now I can't feel it right now. Say, now I can't feel it.
0: Now I can't feel it.
1: Now I can't feel it.
0: Now I can't feel it.
1: There you go. Say, <laughs> I could feel it before.
0: My mind just said to me, but you know, once we're off the Zoom, maybe it's going to come creeping back.
1: Um, well, um, yeah. So... Would that mean that you wasted your time? No. No. Why not?
0: Because healing is a process sometimes.
1: Well, and because you have a whole different sense of that thing. Yeah. Here, I'll try to bring it back. Let's see. So there you were, and you got the email, and it was absolutely awful, and it was from a mentor, and you were stuck, and you felt crappy, and your life is over right there. Nothing will ever happen after that.
3: I mean, I
0: could go back. There'll I'm, never
1: be a podcast. You and I will never meet. No. You're never going to be sucking in little pink feminine energy bubbles and talking about flying pigs. You're stuck in a photograph. Can we get that feeling back? I don't think so. Not the same. Yeah. So you'll have other feelings. You know, we're kind of stuck having feelings here and there from time the time. But yeah. um Whatever. Try to get that one. See, that ain't coming up like it was. True. The design is different. The thing is gone. So, what didn't kill your pretty ass made you stronger.
0: Huck yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and you have knowledge. And wisdom that was acquired from going over those speed bumps and still being able to ride. Yeah. So you're clear. Yeah. Mind is updated. You'll be in this adventure taking in the info about the adventure that you're in. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll be able to remember that and use the wisdom. Mm-hmm but you're certainly not thinking you're there. It's
0: like a lot of what you're doing is reminding me I'm not there anymore.
1: You know, and I'm with you, and I look at you, and you're pretty and stuff, and I'm with that gal again, and she's like, me mm. But how could I think that when you're smiling at me, you see?
0: Mm-hmm. The facts don't match the data.
1: Right. So, yeah, I had that experience. That makes this better. Hmm. I mean, if every pretty girl I ever met just looked at me and said, "Oh, you are so cool," then it would still be way fun to be with you, but not as much fun as it is. So we can enjoy being at the fountain and splashing each other more because we went through the desert.
2: Mm.
1: And both of us had some crappy shit we got through. Yeah. like childhood
0: yeah there's some weird like stuff. adolescence
1: I mean, how the hell did we survive that totally um and um here we are and this is fun even though you're in the front of the canoe. it's still fun
0: it's funny you mentioned canoeing because my favorite place that i meditate on is on a kayak which was what i was picturing
1: and yeah.
0: yeah
1: and you can hit me with both sides
0: so let me ask you, when you were getting me into the picture, like, are you... Ta- well, so
1: are we done? We're done with that then. Yeah. Okay. So let's take a moment and get it. You've completed it. You're done. That was a great process. You're in better shape. Hooray for you. Just get that. You just got it. hmm And take a breath with that and hooray.
2: Hooray.
1: Yes. Okay. So now if there's a question or two there's probably a yeah. billion questions you come with a billion questions. I
0: do, I come with batteries included, Dr.
1: <laughs> just John is um, is fine now that we're out in a canoe together.
0: Yeah, I one is just about picturing the you know the photograph of of me is it is it taking that moment and putting it in the photograph so it's like five-year-old me getting that email is that what i was picturing because that's what i was trying to picture or is it being like i was confused a little bit on it or is it being on a canoe and picturing that and then holding it like looking at a picture of me in my mind like i was cute i was confused
1: what what happened is that when the event happened that was disturbing your mind took in the data and froze it Mm. so as you are present and look back then the future proves you're not stuck in the past yeah but when people go to see a lot of people from the mental health industry and healing industry, they think the solution is to get the person out of the present into the past. Yeah. Close your eyes and smell the rapist. You know? That's yeah. Don't do that. Tease I was getting ready that, to
0: do a
1: whole practice. Yeah. Well, don't
0: yeah, smell a rapist. No for me.
1: Right. Done. Yeah. So, so that's. I mean, that's the way, that's the key into causing people to be re-traumatized.
0: Okay, this has been so awesome. I want to share with everyone, where can they find your your free sessions? Um, Where can they start? I know you have your book, Life-Changing Conversations, which is an incredible place to start, Um, just for everyone who wants to keep learning from you after this.
1: Oh, that's lovely. Thank you, Ashley. So the website is rapidresolutiontherapy.com. Rapidresolutiontherapy.com. The uh, phone number is 800 587 2623. That's 805 trance. 800 587 2623, rapidresolutiontherapy.com. And that Um, The free group is called Solutions, and you can listen um, and be involved with it without showing up, or you can be visible, raise your hand, and we talk to each other so that I can give you a new perspective on things. And you can just listen and apply perspectives that other people got to yourself. Don't apply the problem apply the perspective apply the solution so there's that
0: flying flying pig and the jasmine scent
1: yes then um there's um also um all kinds of other opportunities they're going to be doing a class coming up on 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 utilizing um uh Clinical hypnosis with rapid resolution therapy, that's coming up in a few weeks. Wow. There's going to be a, a, a class coming up in how to be more uh, effective um, uh, getting money and having uh, getting financial freedom, and that's coming up, and um, all kinds of different opportunities. Those books are available, and they're inexpensive. And they're on Amazon. Um, grief is not sacred It's particularly um, valuable if that's a significant issue for you. For instance, perhaps you are uh, experiencing some kind of grief, or perhaps you are um, in a position of caring for someone else who is. Life changing conversations It's a whole hodgepodge of different. Um meanings, uh, there different, different situations. The first one is with a um, wonderful young lady that I met with. Um, she was experiencing um, seizures. Uh, she was flapping around like a fish, and then she had to wear a helmet all the time and walk with a three-pronged cane if she was able to get out of the wheelchair with the with the um, thing on her head and had been going through tons of treatment with medical doctors and psychologists and at the Mayo Clinic, um, all kinds of stuff. And I met with her once and I just thought of her because you talked about coaching people to get TED Talks. It's great you did that.
2: Mm.
0: After
1: I worked with her, she never had another seizure and did a TED Talk.
0: Wow. Um,
1: And now she's an amazing healer. Kristen Rivas, amazing healer, wonderful gal. Um, And she doesn't wear a helmet or need a cane. And she can dance around and change lives. We look to be able to cause people to have personal breakthroughs and learn how to be there in ways that are valuable for others. And I think that's unusual, if I could say that, Ashley, because there are plenty of programs you can get into all the mental health stuff teaches people how to be useful to others but doesn't touch on personal breakthroughs they would call that self-help and look down on it Mm. so if you offer a training for those folks they'll say well it better not be a self-help training we're not allowed to get credit for those has to be on how do you diagnose and think about other people." so there's that and then there's all of those self-help things about the, which seem to me kind of like me 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 um and the problem with me 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 is it's not really the best for you mm. so the most selfish thing you can do is be loving
2: mm-hmm. and
1: cause breakthroughs for others so all of what we're up to brings them together you are uh right now in a training of mine and you notice that what are we learning there you're learning how to incorporate some of this stuff in ways that make your own life a whole lot better but you're also learning what to say and do for others when they're hurting and Mm. everything i do has that theme Mm. what's best for you is best for the world
0: I love that so much, and that—that's a mantra I'm going to take away from this. And thank you so much for coming on to the show and sharing this modality. I'm sure everyone's going to dive in. It's really powerful. And those of you who haven't seen his trainings, like I have, there's there's people who really release so much trauma and and pain on the spot. It doesn't have to be a long journey. And that's what I'm learning with Rapid underscore Rapid Resolution Therapy is that healing doesn't have to take forever just because the event has been sitting with you for what feels like forever. So thank you again for coming on.
1: It was lovely to connect with you, Ashley.
0: Thank you so much for tuning into the U-Turn podcast. And thank you again so much for our sponsors. We are here because of you and to our listeners.